Boom. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. On my right-hand side is my right-hand man, a Gabriel. Ooh. And today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have a Potropaico, who has a new album called Under Control, which was released on June 26th via Demons Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Daniel, and today we're going to be chatting about a couple of tracks off of the new album, what the boys have been up to this year, and... It's going to be all around a good time. So, uh, Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, John. Thank you. Absolutely great to have you on. Now, this first track, Party of Death, it, I don't know, it almost kind of, this is going to sound really bad, especially considering coming from, like, Italy and Spain, but this isn't about coronavirus, is it? No, it's not, actually. Party of Death, uh, well, it talks about having a party when somebody is dead. So, for example, uh, let's talk about, um, no, so let's take a, as an example, like the Mexicans, when uh, usually not every, everywhere and not all of them do that, but in some places, when somebody dies, instead of mourning and crying, you know, they, and, and being sad, they just have a party instead. So that, that's what it talks about, having a party when somebody dies. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of it because I know I think it's in Ireland. They do something similar in in uh, in Canada here in, in our eastern part where there's a lot of Irish and Scottish people. They do something, and I'm trying to remember what it is called. It has a a name. Uh, correct, where, correct, that's correct. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that that that, that kind of uh, let's say, but uh, it's not a real party, but they do kind of. Uh, try to have a party instead of just crying around. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's where it comes from, the idea of uh, writing a song about it. Okay. Now, that kind of explains a bit more of the music video, because it actually looked like there was a lot of um, uh, Mexican-inspired themes in the music video. Yeah, that is, that is why. I mean, um, well, Pablo, our singer, uh, did this video uh, all by himself. He actually... He's not a video, a video maker, uh, but uh, he liked the idea of uh, trying to, to learn of doing it. So he, he did all by himself during the lockdown. Uh, so we couldn't see each other. That is why we don't actually appear in the video. So it just um, took, um, took, yeah, like uh, videos all around uh, the web, I guess. <laughs> And <laughs> he just did it that way. Okay. Is he in Mexico? No. We All of us are here in Ibiza. We live in, here in Ibiza. Okay. Perfect. Ibiza. So when you guys aren't literally having a party, then... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But, uh, you know, Ibiza is very famous, as you, as you all know, uh, for... Uh, it's electronic music, but I have to say something. It's not that, you know, the people from Ibiza do not usually like electronic music. They're kind of rockers, really. It's the people coming to Ibiza that like electronic music. They, they sell this kind of image of Ibiza, you know, because they build these discos and, and all these uh, famous um, DJs come over to Ibiza, and uh, so and all like millions of people every single year come over to listen to the DJs, and uh, obviously 
have their own parties. And that is why Ibiza is, is famous, obviously, because, because it, it brings lots of money. And I understand that. But really, the real Ibiza is an island, it's a beautiful island, full of beautiful people, uh, really loving, I, I would say mostly loving rock music. Wow, very cool. And then, and then there's you guys, these angry thrash metal guys. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that angry, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we like we like heavy, heavy and thrash metal. Really, uh, these are kind of our roots. And there are more bands in Ibiza. We are not the only ones. I have to say, it's a small island, but there are quite a few bands, even black metal or new metal. Um, another heavy metal band. There are just a few death metal bands. You know, it's, just, it's kind of cool over here, I have to say. So we are pretty happy. Yeah, there's a small scene, but pretty good. Okay. Sounds like then everything is under control. Correct. Well, under control, that comes from what more or less is happening in the world. And uh, Well, you know, like many, many... Uh, metal band, many many thrash metal band also speak a lot about the the society and uh, government and uh, who rules and who doesn't uh, and so on. So under control that yeah, that comes from the fact that we are all under control. And uh, what's happening right now in the world? It's explaining it pretty well, I would say. Well, yeah. I mean, did you guys? write the song or the album for that matter? No. With, no, with no, the no. stuff in mind? Okay. No, no, no. It was, it was already uh, decided before. Before everything happened. Uh, we did decide it last year, really. The name of the album and all the songs, more or less, were written last year. So we didn't know at all about the, um, the pandemic thing coming around. So uh, and some of the songs are pretty old as well because we have a few songs that that we have been playing for kind of like three or four years. You know, it's the, the only thing that some of them uh, were not um, uh, recorded in the first album just because they were not ready yet. That is why. Okay, because that was going to be my next question is, okay, so... Some of the songs have been in the works for a while. I guess, what was it about the newer song? I guess maybe it was the decision to, instead of just write newer songs, or how did you guys make the album sound cohesive, where it doesn't sound like half of the album came from, you know, three, four years ago, and the other half of the album, or whatever the mix is, uh, you know, sounds new. How did you guys make it cohesive? Well, I have to admit that uh, just... Um Let's say um, the, the oldest song I think of this album is um, "Is Trash Not Fucking Trash." That was the actual first song I I have been uh, <laughs> a kind of uh, invented, let's say, or composed. Yes, that's the word. And um, and the only thing that I had already maybe uh, that that uh, we wanted that this kind of sound for it, and not the the old sound we had three years ago. Uh, so that is why we waited to record it, and that song has remained like that. I think I think since the beginning. Then other songs, just they were not ready yet. Like for example, 
uh, other that, that we've been playing for a while has been Something to Say, The Hunters as well. These two songs have been kind of a little bit changing over the time, so that, that is why um, we did not record them in the first place. And yeah, then we have much newer songs, but uh, yeah, more or less we go our style and we try to work also together. It's not like there's only one composer, so um, um, all of us compose compose all together, more or less, I mean. Uh, so, yeah, that is why I, did, I guess they're all on the same level, more or less. Okay. Now, well, something you mentioned was, you know, the the under control is about uh, what's going on in the world, society, government, whatnot, and obviously this concept happened before the world sort of collapsed in on itself and continues to do so every day. Um, What's it like coming up with a concept and an album like this and then just kind of seeing what's happened unfold? Okay, can you please repeat the question maybe in an easier way? Sorry about that. I didn't get to, yeah, the question really well. Sure, sure. What's it like coming up with the, the concept of the album under control and then the next year we have the, ah, the, right. the global... Yeah, the global situation. Well, I mean, uh, it's been a... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't think a lot about it. It's just that... Uh, just happened by... Uh, more or less, it really depends on what we believe. Uh, and how we believe the world works. Or in the way it goes, you know. So, uh, I believe there's somebody up there like the elite who decides everything for everybody in a way and just moves around their own puppet to to make things happen that that's what i believe so that i've, I've always believed that so uh, that now uh, this pandemic has come around and uh, and yeah well uh, it's been a coincidence i would say i would say that uh, not uh, yeah. Then obviously there's m- a lot of people who who does not believe what I'm saying. So you know, <laughs> but uh, we are under control uh, whether we want it or not, um, in some way or another. Maybe not the way I say, but in some other ways we are. That's it. Yeah. Now when it comes to the artwork, because you mentioned that we're all under control, but it seems like. The puppeteer may not have this this little girl that's on the front, or does she escape? Is she the special one? No, the uh, the idea is that behind you see you see these eyes uh, with the, with the hand uh, moving the puppet. The puppet in this case is is the girl. But what what it means really is that behind is the evil, who in uh, we think is let's say the the elite in this case. And the girl is really, is really us, all of us, all of us who try to, to, to have a normal life, uh, just try to, to go ahead, have a good job, have a family, and, you know, pay their own tax, our own taxes, and, and to, to be good in life. That's what we are. We are uh, like a little girl compared to, you know, who, who moves around the strings. Okay. Now, I think we've chatted quite a bit about the album already under control. Um, but I guess I'm curious, maybe maybe take us through it 
musically or maybe lyrically, what should we expect when we pick up the record, Daniel? Well, musically speaking, uh, it's a, I would say it's a mixture of uh, old school heavy and thrash metal. Um, it's heavy metal with touches of thrash metal, I would say. Um, uh, but, but old school, but also with uh, with a kind of modern sound, if you want. Uh, we play in in D, not in E, so that that gives it a bit more like uh, you know, kind of that that modern sound, I would say. And the production is pretty is pretty good. We are really happy with it. And uh, so we have a bit of everything, like faster songs, slower songs. Um, not much clean guitars in this album. We had much more clean guitars in the, the first album, for example. That was more on a heavy, almost heavy rock uh, kind of the first album. But this one is is pretty is pretty going on a. Somebody said that it's melodic thrash metal. Let's say. Um, obviously, we grew up. We grew up. We grew up. Sorry. Uh, listening to Metallica, Megadeth, Testament, you know, Exodus, all those bands, but a lot of Iron Maiden as well, and uh, and the Judas Priest and so on. So all those bands are in our blood. So it's obvious that we didn't want to invent anything. You know, we just wanted to play what we really like, and that's what it is. I mean, um, that's it. Um, for the lyrics. Also, there's a bit of everything. It's not all of them about society or what's going on in the world or being angry or you know, the government and so on. It's not only about that. As we said before, Party of Death talks about having a party where somebody is dead or um, something to say. No, I something to say, yeah, it's a bit about having a saying or what else. Uh, Club 27 is about well, it is a little bit about what's going on in the world, but it's actually about the Club 27 that we all know, like, for example, Kurt Cobain and all the people who died at the age of 27. So it's about that, really. And uh, if trash, not fucking trash, that, uh, I want everybody to hear this, because that talks about the fact that lots of people, and not only foreigners, guys, Lots of English or American people, let's say English-speaking uh, people, um, when they talk about thrash metal, and they say the word trash instead of trash. They write it. Like, loads of time I see that. So that, that what it comes from. So it is thrash, not fucking trash. <laughs> because there's a big difference between thrash and trash. Mm-hmm. There sure is. Claro que sí. Now, something else that you had mentioned as well was the production of the record. And I always find it interesting with thrash metal because uh, sometimes bands choose to go more the old school route to sound like, I don't know, the 80s or maybe the early 90s. And sometimes bands go more the, the, the newer, modern sounding production. I guess, what was the decision that you guys went through to produce the record the way you did? Because I, I heard you touched on it a little bit and I just wanted to to hear you expand maybe more on that. Well, we uh, really we worked with Artem, a very good producer from Ukraine, and uh, um, we kind of told him what we wanted, and 
and he did a great job. Um, we are really open to this. It's not like we want a no-school sound or, or not even only modern. Like, I think it's a mixture of both this. Um, as I say, if, if it sounds good, then we are happy. Yeah. I, I prefer modern sound. Like, not, not, not modern, like uh, some very, very modern bands, but let's say the, 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 the last albums of, by Testament or... Havoc or bands like that. I really like that sound, you know. They have something special, something new. It has to be newer. And then we are in 2020. We are not in the 80s anymore, unfortunately. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Very true. Now, something we chat about in a little bit in the beginning before we hit record was, you know, what you guys have uh, been up to during this time because... Obviously, bands aren't playing all the shows and things that they normally would this year. So I guess the big question is, you know, with the album coming out in uh, mid, mid late June, uh, was that pretty much what you guys were focusing on this year anyway, was getting the record out? Or have there been some new things that you guys have been working on now that you've had a bit more free time? Well, uh, so obviously, as like every other band, um, this thing of not... Mm, not playing, not uh, not having the chance of uh, playing concerts, and actually we did not present our our new CD uh, yet. So that has been a bit of a let's say shock, but not a shock like a bit of a disappointment as well, you know, because you work a lot uh, behind behind the CD. You you work for years behind uh, new tracks. Uh, and uh, composing and then deciding the, uh, the lyrics and the pictures and mm, the front cover, everything. It's like lots of work. And the other guys who, who do this, they know perfectly. So uh, it's a bit of a pity that we cannot do, play concerts and, uh, and and let people hear what we've done so far. So thankfully, the only Thanks I can give to the internet is that is this because uh, we can spread our music through the internet at the moment. But um, yeah, it's not it's a bit of a disappointment. What we did, we um, we played in acoustic, so we we have some songs of our own songs which are not songs of the new album. There are other songs. Some of them are from the previous album, and some are just uh, um, just songs that we we composed in acoustic. So, and then other are covers, for example. So, we we built up a set in in acoustic, and we played a couple of times. Fortunately, that gave us the chance of uh, of selling some CDs and some merchandising as well. Uh, for the future, I don't know, man. It's a bit, it's a bit difficult, uh, I would say, because this year I don't see any other chance to play, and uh, let's see what, what next year comes around. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, <clears throat> something else we mentioned too is your guys' band name is very appropriate for warding off bad luck. So all the buena suerte to you guys. Yeah, thank you. And out of amigo. Now. I don't think there's any other questions that I have. So unless there's anything that you wanted to chat about, Daniel, I just go ahead and let me know. Otherwise, 
Uh, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Well, thank you very much. And uh, the other thing I want to say is that just people who listen to Meta just stick around because it is worth it and support support uh, the small bands and the other guys seen like us because. Um, all the great bands come from the underground as well. So support us, support every single band you can support around your areas, most of all. That's really important. Every single penny you give to that band, I'm sure uh, they will make the most of it, um, the most out of them. And yeah, so stay metal. Thank you very much for this opportunity and uh, take care, all of you.